I think it's a nice thing you're doing. Nicest thing I ever did for a girl was pull out. Hector. She has tandem parking. So after I'm there for a while, I have to pull out. Oh. Which is such a pain, because it feels so great just to leave it in there. The worst is when it's alternate side of the street parking, because then I got to park it in back. I don't even get why there's a spot back there. It's so tight. It feels more like an exit. So then I'm going front, back, front, back, and it's all dirty in the back, so when I move it to the front, then that gets all dirty. I'm just happy I have a spot at all, because I used to have to pay. Hall of Famer, and you're listening to Hobo Radio. And everything you're about to hear is absolutely fact. And now, to guys who seem to be made to suffer, it's their lot in life. Joel Murphy and Lars Pederwinkel. Hello again. I'm Joel Murphy. This is Hobo Radio. And with me, Barbenheimer themselves, Lars and Sarah. Oh, who's who? Oh, come on. <laughs> I think we all know who's who. <laughs> in my in my horn rim glasses. Yeah, I guess. Oh. What's up? <laughs> well, that is, and you're also, that's Oppenheimer's classic catchphrase. <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah. Now I'm become death, destroyer of worlds. What's that? Yeah, it's the full transcript was lost, but that was... <laughs> How's it going, guys? Go ahead, Lars. Oh, uh, it's good by me. Everything's good. It's my favorite month. Oh, right. Yeah. I forgot that you teased that last show. Uh, would you like to remind the people what month it is and why it's your favorite month? <laughs> because it's anal August without a base, without a trace, baby. Let's all be safe out there and have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part is without a trace. I just... Yeah, you need. Yes, there's a reason why it sounds so catchy. So people don't forget you need a flared yeah. base. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if that flared base is another person, that counts. Yeah. Yeah, whether you want to be a memorable musician or uh, you want to do ass play, a flared bass, absolutely <laughs> essential. <laughs> well, well, when we were setting this up in our group text, um, Joel, you asked a very intrusive question. I'm sure you meant it in jest, but it's a, it's a very personal question. I'll read uh, directly here. <laughs> I'm glad we're addressing this on the air. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, so anal August is you just getting pegged? Yeah, that was my question. Yep. And then and then and then Sarah, you sent a a peach emoji. Which this I is mean, all good stuff. I mean, in fairness, I mean if we're if we're entering all this into the record, wasn't there what did you say to precede that? I believe that I was responding to something you said. Oh yeah, I said because this is a, a minute back. It said one week from tomorrow, baby, it's the best month of the year. <laughs> I just want people um, to know it wasn't like completely <laughs> out of context. I just uh, to, to all the, I mean I guess to to y'all y'all this isn't um you can go ahead and answer this if you'd like to. I think I already know, but and also anyone who's listening, if you know me, I'll tell you I'll tell you that the answer is no. I have I don't think there's anything wrong with people who no. In fact, I celebrate those who like to be pegged. Go for it. Of course, enjoy yourselves. I don't but let me ask y'all, would you be surprised? No. Well, I mean, no, it, no, if okay. you, I mean, oh, I, I would indignant. Sarah got <laughs> indignant. <laughs> also, I mean, it's a callback to a, a classic hobo radio episode at this point. Is it? You don't remember this? We did an entire episode with the, with the bros guys with uh, Bob Rhodes. <laughs> oh yeah. That was about you getting pegged. Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. Geez. You don't Leave remember Bob when, when Bob Rose stopped by and you got pegged? 
<laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I sat on Daddy's lap. But yeah, I do yeah. remember that now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad. That's like, I'm sure. Like, I I'm sure it was rhetorical when you said that, and that and that's fine. But it was also like, do you you shouldn't ask questions you don't want the answer to, man. Maybe I want the answer. No, well, the answer's no. <laughs> I'm the answer's no. Out. I'm not saying I'm not saying I never will, but right now, no, I do. Okay, not. I'm just trying to figure out this month. I mean, you you've <laughs> been celebrating this month, and I'm just trying to to understand why why it means so much to you. I'm trying to understand your I culture. Think, I think it's and because your it is such a it's a hugely um, overlooked erogenous zone, and I think there should be one month out of every year where we need to celebrate it and inform people that maybe there's a part of your body that enjoys pleasure that you're completely ignoring okay but <laughs> now this is making it seem like <laughs> like i thought we okay are we clearing so well it's oh man, you're so flustered are your cheeks red well, i'm like no, I don't, i'm dude, just saying do, do i want to ask said, follow up I, what i said you, you what i just paid. said is what I just said was, I do not get pegged. I do not. And that's the truth. Um, there's other stuff to do. Okay. All I'm right. I'm just saying, like, yeah. <laughs> there's all sorts of stuff. Remember, Joel, you and I are, like, actually all three of us are are uh, what they call geriatric millennials. And millennials are very famous for liking ass play. <laughs> <laughs> I also have no no generation has been more fucked over in what they were called than us nobody wanted yep. us we've never been claimed by anything and now once they were finally like they gave up and they're like well we're millennials then it's like but geriatric millennials this is a fuck you like what <laughs> <laughs> well you can't be gen x because you're broke Right. And you're not millennials because you're so old. <laughs> it just feels me. What happened to the Oregon Trail generation? That one sounded nice. I got that. That was, that was pretty good. Yeah. We should be the happy trail generation. I don't know, Sarah. What do you think? Oh, I like that one. The happy trail generation? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. It sounds happy. <laughs> I mean, the word happy is in it, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any more questions for Lars about August before we move on? Um, no, none that I want to ask on air because they're they're like personal. They're they're too personal to ask on air because like he found the one that you asked very personal. I would be super game to respond, but <laughs> because I'll tell you guys, I'll answer any of your questions, but. Not everybody feels as such. Um, I I think that I I get the holiday though. Like I feel like you laid it out pretty plainly with your rhyme. <laughs> yes, so no, I think it. And look, I didn't come up with this rhyme. I forget where it came from. It was just one. I think it was. I think someone saw it on the outside. I, I don't remember this came. It was on the out. Um, it was a promotional thing at a um <clears throat> a sex shop. And it was like, you know, you know, we're in whatever it's called. What's our local one called? Kiss. Um, at Kiss, we're celebrating anal August. So I think they were having like, you know, some like a 30% off sale on like, you know, beads or like stuff you can you can insert in there. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Did you just look out your window to see the, the local sex yeah, shop? Yeah, no, it's right down. No, no. <laughs> okay. I, oh, okay. man. Oh, I would be a, <laughs> I would be a regular. I looked out the window and I was like. Oh, you live that close. Okay. <laughs> you don't see the neon light bleeding into this right. window. <laughs> All right. It isn't, it isn't so much a holiday as it is just awareness and celebration. You okay. know what I mean? So that, it, it just... You know what? If that does. I do have one more question about this. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, because to that point. So is this like, it's not that this is the month that you've set aside. It's that this month is just to remind people you know Rem remind people and also make people who are not aware aware like there's other things you can be doing maybe try it out maybe like but also in that there are so th there's a litany of uh, uh of safety things that you might not know about you know what i mean such as mm -hmm. um such as hygiene and without a base without a trace and mm -hmm. um you well, know i you mean we need I to start with something before you graduate to maybe something a little bigger 
Things like that. All right. Well, I don't want to put you on the spot, but you seem passionate about this. Would you like some time? Do you want to? You want to do oh, like a I mini? Mean, I, feel, I feel ill prepared. I have, I have not. I'm not an official ambassador for Anal August. <laughs> I feel like you are. A, I'm a huge fanboy. Okay. Well, look. I'll just a quick rundown. Hygiene is very important because while it is an erogenous zone, it's also a place where we discreetly eliminate waste. So being clean is very important. Um, mm-hmm. there was a, um, there was a, a, a nice fella that my wife worked with who was telling her about this, um, <laughs> this isn't a little bit in the weeds and way, way more advanced. So you'll have to, um, deal with me being vague and I apologize, but there was like a, um, a certain diuretic, like a, a metamucil or something like that, that really cleared the pipes. And he said it worked really well for him because also, you know, if you remember when you couldn't get ketchup out of a ketchup bottle and you would like <laughs> stick a knife in there and a bunch of ketchup would come out. Yeah. <laughs> this is another thing you're dealing with. And you're saying, okay, look, why I'm, am I, why am I trying to do this when there's poop involved? It doesn't have oh, to be. And that's the point. Can I just say, I'm, I'm no ambassador, but I don't think knives like <laughs> should be involved <laughs> in the process. I think that it, metaphorically the knife represented other things. Okay. Other safer things. And that's the thing. You don't want to use a knife. Why? Sharp, no base. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- there's hygiene involved. Also, don't jump right in. Just like, you know, someone did a little something to my butt and I really liked it. So now I'm going to go get a big apparatus and put it up there. Thank please, you for please. saying that cleanly so I can isolate that. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. That's going to be playing in perpetuity at my headstone now. Yes. Yeah. Can we get like a little chip? And every time anyone walks up, it like has a motion sensor. And it just, it's like one of those holograms like from the film Serenity. It's just you, like your face. And it just says that. So what I'm saying is invest in um, invest in lube, some very good lube. Also, maybe also maybe, you know, just like you would hit off the tee before you went to fast pitch. A lot of these metaphors I'm not comfortable with, Um, (laughs) you know, like Little League, Joel. Talk about like Little League. No, I don't. Compared to doing stuff to your own butt. You got to before you go to to TEDx, you really got to work on your metaphors. This is, um, uh, it, it's they're, the, they're pretty clean. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is, and this is, this is what anal August is all about is just making people know that th- this is something you might enjoy, maybe give it a shot, but also there are, there are things you don't just start shoving stuff up there. You know, there's all these mm-hmm. end of the year lists that come out now, um, you know, at the, uh, at the end of December of um, things that were found inside people's asses. And it's horrific. Mm-hmm. Don't just start cramming yeah. stuff up there willy nilly, you know? And also I can tell you personally um, at uh, local sex shops in Baltimore, where I live, the, the folks there, they're not, they're not just there to uh, check you out and then get their paycheck at the end of the week. They are, they are the ambassadors. They will tell you what is up. Here's something you might like. This works for me. Um, at what what stage of your your journey are you in right now? Mm-hmm. Um, are do you have a do you have a partner or is this or is this solo stuff? What's the stuff your partner likes? What's the stuff that you like? You know things like that, and um, you know just you know have a little fun with your ass. It's it's there. Serves more than one function. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you all for coming. God bless America. <laughs> Um, I worked in an emergency room for a few years and we used to place bets when people were coming in, um, with rectal pain, like what they have up there. Um, and they, a lot of times they would say nothing, nothing. And then they would be sent off to x-ray and then, you know, we'd all be looking at it because (laughs) there's a huge shampoo bottle up there. So. the corners. Ugh. Yeah. So, if, so I mean, that's, that's real talk. Do, when you go to your local sex shops, do they, um, do they give different like warnings, like how you, you know, like about hygiene and about like all that stuff. Cause that's all reality. Most definitely. In fact, um, in fact, the, the owner of kiss, the, um, the shop I was previously mentioning, um, had a show on 
the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. Uh, her name's Jack, and she would she would talk very openly um, and frankly about um, the things in her shop and mm-hmm. how they worked for people and how they didn't, and um, uh, things her and her partner um, enjoyed and didn't enjoy, and and things that like they thought they didn't enjoy, but then they they kind of like um, uh, I don't know, sort of like found the right sort of environment and apparatus to where they could make it work and enjoyed it immensely. So it's, uh, yeah, it's very, it's very open. And, um, it rides that, uh, I think most of these folks, um, in the shops and I've, I've, I'm a frequenter of these shops. Um, not so much anymore. I got a pretty good stockpile here now, so I haven't been in a while. Um, but they walk that fine line between, um, human, and clinical because you're, you know, it has a lot to do with biology and the way your body works, but also they're, it's very personal. So they have, they have no problems, um, <clears throat> uh, with folks who maybe aren't used to that sort of openness and maybe so don't know speak. so much about their body because a, a lot of us, um, a lot of us don't, we think we know about our body, especially dudes. Hey dudes, you think like, I know how my body works. I don't think you do because I know I didn't. Now I'm a little, you know, I was a little bit rusty. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but now, yeah, look, I'm just saying, I'm just saying no matter, no matter what you think your maximum amount of pleasure you've ever felt is not the most that you can feel. And um, you're, you think you've, you've brought your partner to that level, and let me tell you, you have not. And I'm not only speaking to the dudes, but I am speaking to the dudes. You haven't, but we can get there. I, I believe we can get there together. All right. Thank you. And also, yeah, uh, I, I believe those still exist. Uh, the, it was a... Uh, like a sex education and comedy podcast called Four Play that was hosted by Jack Jones and Prescott Gaylord. Uh, that oh Prescott, me yeah. I took Prescott to the strip club for the first time. It was outstanding. <laughs> yes, I believe I was there too, but <laughs> it was great. Uh, yeah, that was fun. No, that was a great show. Uh, that was uh excellently produced. I forget who produced that show, but you know, seemed like it sounded really great. You know, when you listen, wasn't it Ty? I think it was Ty. Well, uh, Ty, 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 Ty being in the car. Ty did the live shows, like produced the live shows. But I'm talking about the audio production on. Uh, Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yes. J- Jack is a person of of many hats. Yeah. And I think I think they did a great job. To- Wait, was it you? It was me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, Ty did all the real work. I just, you know, edited the audio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for that infomercial. I <laughs> All right. Well, this I I guess it's a perfect lead in i believe i mean sarah you're sitting there with a page full of notes i don't know uh you've asked for this time it's more like this much um it's good on a a podcast to yeah for the for for our for our listening audience she she held up her her hands and kind of uh about the size of like a a sega game gear yeah yeah that's a sega game gear yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. so i um Another thing that I wanted to say about what Lars was just saying about the education he was getting at the sex shop, one of my pet peeves, one of my biggest pet peeves about porn is that they show a lot of like um, switch hitting, like between the anus and the vagina. Yeah, sure. And then women are wondering why they are, have all these infections. Oh, and dear. it's like, well, uh, so, it, so yeah, that drives me crazy that they, you know, there's, there's zero education based around pornography generally. So when young people come up seeing this and they think, oh, that's, you know, that's what's cool. That's what I'm supposed to do. Or that is, that does look enjoyable, whatever, you know, um, they try it. Somebody gets hurt. Somebody gets an infection. And it's not just like the young, young people starting out. Like, mm-hmm. like you said, like I did not come to a lot of knowledge about my own body and what I wanted and didn't want to much later, like 30. 
Mm-hmm. 30s. Yeah, and I think that the other thing that you're both kind of speaking to is there is a, a vacuum of information. Like you're saying, you know, either porn or like a sex shop because there is no comprehensive and useful sex education in this country. And I don't know, even Googling stuff feels dicey. <laughs> You know, like, so it's because it, it's the porn that comes up. You yeah. Know? And so, yeah, it's yeah, like and I, you understand why someone might go like, well, this is this is the information that exists. Exactly. And I think you hit the nail on the head, Sarah, when you said, oh, you know, you'll be watching porn and say, oh, that's what I, that's what I'm supposed to do. And that's really it. Right. Like you don't it isn't that you don't get an education on, um, you know, if you put something in a butt, it emerges with microscopic fecal matter. And when you put it other place, the microscopic fecal matter goes there. Mm-hmm. And, um, um, but also there's not, there's not even a, um, there's no one to teach you that you need to learn, right? Like mm-hmm. it isn't like, this is the way sex works. This is the way oral sex works. Um, this is the way you're supposed to act during sex. There isn't that there is a, there's no one there to tell you you're going to have sex and you're going to need to learn how you like sex. And while you're learning, you're also learning about how your partner likes to have sex because the two of you are fucking each other. So you both, you both need to understand each other's bodies and your own bodies at the same time. So it's going to be, it's going to be a while before you have good sex, but you, you need to practice to do it. And you really need to be mindful of your own body and the body of the person or people um, involved. None of that, like not even close to that. I got a, they wouldn't even teach us. They separated the boys and the girls in health class in middle school. Mm -hmm. So I didn't even learn about menstruation. Like I knew about it, but they went into the nuts and bolts, which I would like to know that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? Like that's half of everybody on the planet I'm living on. Maybe I should learn about what their body does every once in a while. Well, that's why you get into the fact that, like, you know, a lot of men don't know that women have a separate hole that they pee from, you know, (laughs) just like that kind of information. There's some ladies who don't know that. Right. (laughs) Or I should say people with vaginas who straight up don't know there's two separate holes that those come out of. And it's 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 jacked up with that. We don't we don't know that it's fun to discover, but also it's scary because you're watching porn. You're like, I haven't been doing that. I guess I've been doing it wrong. Yeah, I, I am not ordering enough pizzas. <laughs> I didn't learn until uh, Brian and I were dating that guys can feel it when they're about to finish. Get that, out of is here. Is that safety, safe language to use on here? I mean, we we prefer jizz, but yeah, okay, okay. that's fine. <laughs> well, I want to be on the up and up with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah, you're speaking of, so people who don't know that your your husband, Brian, said that you yeah, guys yeah. have been married for, I want to say like five years now? Yeah, going on, I think. Almost, going on. Yeah. Yeah, so this um, is a re- a really recent development. Like you, your life, you found your life right. partner, and that's when you discovered that men know when they're about to blast. Yes, because how many times? I thought we agreed on guys. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> guys, like especially young guys, um, are quite rude or can be. Um, and this also goes to the you know lack of education that comes with porn or i guess i'm not going to say lack of education because like he said large you're learning from it you're you're kind of figuring out what you want to try and what you don't want to try and uh stuff like that but it's just um there's there the, the respect piece and the piece of hey your partner might not be into this or your partner might act completely different than the stuff you've been watching or they may not appreciate you uh Mm -hmm. splooging on their face so Mm -hmm. you know those kind of talks like that was one of the questions i wanted to ask you guys is you know because i i know that the three of us probably all had similar crappy sex education because what you guys just were talking that's that was my experience as well um what about a sex talk with your mom or dad did either of you get a sex talk 
I had a sex well, talk let me, with let me, Lars's let me mom. Say- <laughs> <Got it. laughs> I did too. <laughs> Everyone has had a sex talk with my mom. She visited last weekend um, and had a, another sex talk with my wife. <laughs> she just, uh, you can't, you can't stop her. <laughs> She's the tide. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I can, I, y'all, um, I get, yeah, like we've been friends a long time. We all have, you know, um, um, uh, interacted with each other's parents, but I think like, um, y'all, y'all know my dad. Do you think my dad had a sex talk with me? No, not at all. No, I think he sat you down and showed you a movie about, uh, men on a boat at war and then was like, that covers it. That's <laughs> he probably he probably got the metaphor. Uh, no, I you know, it's funny, like uh, the the story that I have is is actually kind of bizarre. Uh, but my mom, because my mom uh, was a teacher's assistant, like for years and years, she was in community college when I was in like third grade and she was actually taking a class on how to teach sex education stuff and essentially i found the books for her class oh boy and read them on my own and then made a great move of showing them to other kids that were in my class so awesome yeah which i mean probably did some help so you know (laughs) so you so you also did not receive a sex talk well I mean, so I do remember probably after that, that I don't know, there was probably some kind of conversation. And I I, I don't remember if the book was included in that or if this was separate. But I do remember there was like a book that was an illustrated book that was it, it explained like sort of in detail, like how babies were made for kids, you know, like the process of like you know, reproduction as it were. But I mean, like, so one, that's not really my parents having to come because I've also, you know, my dad as well. Do you think my dad and I ever had any conversation? <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. I, I, I presume that the two of you, um, I just are convinced that the other does not have sex. I, yes. Yeah, 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 for okay. sure. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, so I, like, I remember these books more than anything. And like, I'm sure that there was some kind of conversation with my mom probably a, like if i had questions or anything but i think that was about it. there was no concentrated like this is the time that we're gonna have a conversation talk yep i think i think my mom told me once that i'm gonna start noticing different hair and that my <laughs> balls are gonna change like honestly those are the two things i remember from this very very brief talk of uh so the important sharing i mean she wasn't wrong yeah yeah. i I do remember (laughs) that i had an impression based on i guess the books that i thought that the way like because so that they explained essentially you know the the basics like you know uh that a penis goes into a vagina got that part but then like hold on yeah yeah yeah. if you want to take notes for sure Uh, (laughs) but i do remember that like they didn't cover thrusting, you know, they didn't cover motion. So <laughs> so you thought it just went in. I thought it was like a, like an iPhone dock or something, you know, that you just like, <laughs> that they just connected. And then you guess, because again, they also don't really discuss the idea of pleasure. So it was like, well, it's time to make a baby. Let's plug in the iPhone, you know. Also, you're welcome, Apple, for this free publicity. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let me, can I uh, ask you, Sarah, um, Mm -hmm. there is, um, you know, I can only speak from personal experience, but as a young man entering puberty, it's all kind of really um, ethereal to, to the family and to the young man, because it's like, you know, I don't know, my, my hair is changing and um stuff is growing and i have these feelings now um these god god these boners won't stop happening and i don't know what to do with that that sort of thing but it's all it's all state it's it's in private and it's kind of like there's no high watermark so to speak of this is when adolescent has begun i do believe um 
uh, ladies or those with, you know, um, with those particular reproductive organs, there is a, uh, there's a, a definite mark that like some, something has changed. And that mm-hmm. is, um, a lady will experience, uh, her first period. Um, so do you, do you, do you think as someone who, you know, someone who's been uh, a woman for the amount of time you have that, that mm-hmm. kind of forces the hand of a, of a caregiver to be like, okay, okay, well, here's what life is going to be like now. Or is there, is there a run up? Is there an anticipation of this might happen to you soon? And here's what you do. And you don't need to be afraid or anything like that. Is there, do you think there's more of, a, I don't, have I asked the question? Does anyone know if I've asked the question that I'm trying to well, ask? Well, I'm just, so just to be clear, you are you asking, did anybody give me a heads up that I was going to start having a period? Like, was that a talk yes. about going you know, You know what? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yes. So that's something in the young girl community that's well known. And we're very fearful of when it's going to happen I because see. everybody fears like it's going to happen when I'm at school wearing white shorts. Like, you know, like so. Um, so you're, you're kind of given, well, most parents will give their kid something to carry around with them. They, they didn't do that for me, but a lot of parents <laughs> will start kind of tucking like a little pad or liner into their kid's backpack uh-huh. um, at a certain age, just in case. But I mean, there's kids that are getting it as early as like nine years old. Um, so it's, you know, like I wouldn't think to be prepared for that either if my kid got it that yeah well i mean yes i would now because i know that kids can start it that young but um yeah there's definitely like a lot of uh hype and and run up about that but they didn't discuss different you know anything having to do with and now your hormones are gonna go crazy and you're gonna you know find different things pleasurable that you didn't realize you didn't notice before. Like, I think that's something that we all agree is lacking in any type of sex education or sex talk in in this country for the most part is um, figuring out what you want for your body, what, what pleasures you specifically without being told what's supposed to be sexy and pleasurable and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, you can't really get away from it either because it is what it is. Porn is, is there and kids are curious and. Yep. Yeah. I mean, porn is there. I mean, now it's there and there is everywhere. Everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. As uh, geriatric millennials, you know, we, We were like on that cusp, but it's, you know, it, you could find it, but it was, it's because I, I do think, and you know, this is how our generation should be denoted. I think we're like old enough to still be a generation where I remember like the, at least the legend of the box of porn in the woods, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. idea. But then, yeah, the internet came along and it was a thing that if your parents had it and you had dial up and you had patience, you could slowly download a photo or something. I think that's it. We should be right. like the, the downloading boobs generation. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. We left the browser open in the background to download boobs <laughs> while everyone else was asleep in the house generation. <laughs> I, um, Sorry, I was just thinking because you brought up like finding porn in the woods. So I can remember that my brother's sex talk was my dad giving him a stack of his old Playboys. That's upsetting. Um, that, yeah, that was the best they did. And then um, for me, I didn't get any any prizes like that. Um, I, <laughs> Your mom I didn't told... give you her vintage porn collection. <laughs> she didn't. And it, it was very upsetting. Um, yeah. Cause I had to keep go stealing it from my dad's room. But anyway, her vintage so, porn was a, was a collection of Magnum PIs that she recorded <laughs> off TV. Is that one bearskin rug? Man, <laughs> like but, Burt Reynolds. Um, I mean, I can remember my sex talk was that my, I, my mom just kept telling me that it's not gross. Cause I was very much the kid 
um, that was like, ew, ew, no, no, plugging my ears anytime they tried to talk about sex around me. Mm. Um, so my mom tried to make it a very like sex healthy home by talking openly about it, but then, uh, but not in any kind of great detail. So I still didn't learn anything except for, I can remember her saying all the time, like, well, when it's with somebody you really care about, like it's, it, it can be a great thing and da, 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 da. So that was the only marker I had. So when I went forward in life um, and started having sex, it was based on, well, am I in love with this person? Do we really care about each other? And that was the only marker. And I knew nothing else about it. And that's a dangerous one too. Yeah. Right. And, and for no other reason, too, because sometimes it can be hot if you don't really like the person. You know, I think that's an important. <laughs> you ain't, you ain't wrong. <laughs> well, but I mean, it's boys and girls are sent such different messages um, because and it's starting to sort of change, but not really in the porn industry, because most of porn is still produced by males um and there's so much free porn that is um how did you put it joel did you say it's mean yes yeah yeah, yeah. i did <laughs> yes. can you please elaborate on that before we move forward because oh I, sure yeah i think Lars, so i've said curious. this to you before too i think we've had this conversation but it's yeah that's kind of my issue is like yeah there's like a a meanness to it that i i don't really enjoy a lot of times that it's you know like you know it just i mean i think i can elaborate but i i think people if they watch porn know what i mean of just you know there's a lot of like yelling and i don't know spitting and like man you know, a lot i don't of know rough. about that spit yeah i don't know about that spit i uh um <laughs> Uh, uh, Julia told me about that about being spit on and mm. it was just like if like it wasn't um, you know it wasn't bad but also it wasn't good and it just mm. why man why are you doing that don't mm. spit on it and then and also also I, I'm not trying to be braggadocious but you know <laughs> I'm I'm in my 40s I've had my share of sex not once not <laughs> once did it occur to me to slap someone's titties and because who the hell would want that? And the, th the thing is, if you want that, sure. And you vocalize it and you all agree and everyone's having fun, of course. But like the thought never even occurred to right. me. Yeah. 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 But I think that's it is it's just like, yeah, there's just like this kind of strange, like cruelty to a lot of it that it's like, yeah, right, that it, right, it, right. you know, again, if we're just bragging like Lars is, I've also had sex before. So uh, just, I don't believe you just for the record. I, well, uh, but yeah, it's it's not a natural yeah inclination. <laughs> right. Well, something that's very funny about what you just said, is you're just naming things I've experienced throughout my partners because they that really sucks. like I I swear it's run the gambit um, of, you know, what different types of porn each of them has. Uh, absorb the most you can tell like uh, based on their habits in the bedroom and it's just like okay dude like I mean we're, we're probably not uh. going to do that again but uh, <laughs> <laughs> glad you felt comfortable enough to uh, try that with me even you though shouldn't, I mean though. You shouldn't, no like no heads up but there's, there are some things that happen in the moment and you can kind of feel them out whether or not Mm -hmm. the other person is enjoying this. Mm -hmm. There are other things you, you brought up earlier, um, finishing on someone's face. That's a conversation beforehand. Mm -hmm. It's not even <laughs> fair to ask in the moment. Even if you're like, no. I'll ask now. And if she says yes, awesome. No, you, you this no, is a conversation. This totally is a beforehand. Are you into it or something? Like if that's something you want to try or something, the same thing with mm -hmm. like, it, like slapping and spitting. That's a conversation before. There are other things for instance, um, uh, for instance, I think, I think like, uh, someone, someone takes your hand and puts it on your throat. Like, okay, this person likes to be choked and you could just mm -hmm. as easily say, no, I don't, I, I don't want to choke you. Or you can just as easily mm -hmm. say, no, no, I don't like that in the moment. But like. Mm -hmm. A slap, <laughs> a slap is not a gradual thing by its very nature. 
Yeah. Nor is spitting. That's a that's a quick that's a quick one and done thing that needs to be discussed beforehand. Also, like when it comes to, I can speak on behalf of not all females, but some females, and I guess it also depends on your partner how comfortable you feel in the moment. If they're like, "Hey, can I try this?" It's very awkward to be like, "Um, no," but are are right. we still going to keep enjoying sex now, or did I just right. ruin it? Like, there's. <laughs> It's very, you know, I don't know. I just feel like um, it's unfair. Like I, it, it really is, is just unfair. unfair. You're in, yeah. you're in a moment. You're in a moment. Your your head is in a different place. Like physiologically, mm-hmm. you're kind of like you're not yourself, and that's kind of the beauty of of having sex. It's it's presumably with someone that you have that amount of trust with, and you're mm-hmm. everything's everything's up in a tizzy. You know, and the, 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 the adrenaline's going and you're feeling things and then you're going to lay like someone just goes anal. Well, I don't, I feel, <laughs> I don't, I like, I don't want to be negative right now, but no, <laughs> no, right. now, the, now I'm completely out of the moment. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Well, I think that's a big problem in, in our society is like even couples, they're not talking about what they want in bed. They're not talking like they're not having these conversations outside of the bedroom. I mean, I do. Brian and I do. But that's I mean, I don't think that that would have occurred to him either to to start doing if I hadn't like brought it up. And the only reason I knew to do it is because I have a background in behavioral studies and all the and psychiatry, all those things that come together. And um, this was actually, I think, what sprung me bringing this up last time we were talking is just the thought of how porn um, changes the mind. And so people at younger ages that like, we didn't have access to internet porn when we were like adolescents, Mm -mm. but the people that do it, I think it, it vastly changes how Mm. they come up thinking about sex versus how we came up thinking about sex. Does that make? Yeah, it makes to- it yeah. makes total sense. It makes like I. Do you think it would be safer, um, for younger people to watch the porn if there was the supplement of a of a good education on what sex yeah. is and what it's about? Yes, but I also think there's a concern with the fact that because we we just talked about um so much of what free porn is. And no adolescent is going to ask for a porn subscription. That's just not something. So they're going to go for what's free. So they're going to be seeing these kinds of images. And they're, you know, in those generations that have seen that, there's been shown a spike in kid-on-kid sexual assault. Oh, dear. Like younger and younger. So it's just, you know... And what kid, if they do have access, isn't going to look? It's so kids are curious, and that's such a curious thing because nobody talks about it, and you know you don't get to see it. And um, so yeah, I think if I think if parents or other adult figures in your your world um, was educating you and kind of talking about, you know, like I understand that you know you'll see this in pornography, but that's not actually usually what uh, somebody's into or, you know, that's not appropriate. That'll put you in jail. Uh, things yeah. like that. Um, all of that's very important. And that's just on, that's just on the most extreme levels, but even just like, you know, the splooging on the face, like, you know, mm-hmm. telling a boy, Hey, FYI, I know you see that in almost every single free porn that you can access but that's actually usually not something a uh, young lady wishes for in the bedroom mm-hmm. <laughs> nobody has ever um been so bold with me and they're lucky that they weren't because <laughs> i can tell you that's not a surprise that i would be welcoming to and also there there could be people watching that and say, oh, okay, well, I guess, I guess that's where the jizz goes. So right. well, and if they even just were uh, told just one time, like, Hey, you got to ask your partner first, 
Like a lot of people yeah. are are put off by that. So just FYI, no, it's very out there with, uh, you know, very available to see. But at the same time, that's not generally a great thing when you care about something. Maybe not, unless, unless that's your love language, you know, there's right, all, there's right. all sorts. All sorts of love language. And I, <laughs> I'm not saying that I would not have tried it with somebody i'm saying that if somebody nobody has ever asked and nobody's ever tried it if somebody had just tried it without talking to me that's first crazy. i can tell that's you crazy. it would have gone very poorly for them that's crazy i yeah. can't even like the the you know um the, <laughs> the pardon the pun but the balls on someone <laughs> who just be like well well she's getting it or they're getting it no are you crazy what? You right. can't do that without warning. Right. But but a lot of younger guys think that you can because that's all they know. Oh, geez. God forbid any of these dudes have a stepmom. Fuck. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> God please. <laughs> you, you also want to tell them, like, look, okay, so you know how you're into um, the MCU? You, you, you really like Marvel movies? Porn is just like that. It's not real. None of right. it's real. This, these are yeah. actors being paid to put on a show. This isn't how it works. Yeah, this mm -hmm. is an interconnected universe. These stories all <laughs> feed into each other <laughs> in a shared reality <laughs> that isn't our own. <laughs> There's also a lot of free porn that they were not paid for that. Oh, it's sure. Yeah. There. Yeah, yeah like... it's just there. Yeah. So that, you know, I don't know. Free porn. I'm not. I'm not a fan. Yeah, but. it sounds like you're okay. So you're not an advocate for free porn, but you're like you're down with subscriptions, eh? Yes. Now I'm not going to pay for one, but <laughs> you know, see, see, and therein lies the problem. Is like free is always um, the easier thing to do. So um, I actually have just not been watching porn for like a long, long time now because I'm not going to pay for it, but I'm also not going to contribute to, um, you know, an overall industry that takes advantage of young women. They don't get paid or treated the way that they should in sure. the free porn circuit for the, for the most part. I'm not sick calling them all out. I don't know them personally. I wasn't there. Mm -hmm. but. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but I've watched a lot of uh free porn and it it got dark. Yeah, oh, I think man. that's again yeah, being a, a geriatric a millennial. <laughs> I'm gonna keep saying that. I'm trying to own it. I'm trying to accept it. <laughs> but uh no, I think that we yeah, again, because we've existed for the entirety of the internet where it's like, yeah, I think we all we've been we've been through the ups and downs and we're all I think a little jaded about it. And just like, yeah, I, I don't know. I've, I've seen it all, kid. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I remember, you know, a, a few years back, <clears throat> a few years, a couple years now, I guess, um, Pornhub did that, that big purge of, um, of videos. Mm -hmm. And they said, like, we're, we're only doing verified stuff now. So it's going to be, it's going to be people getting paid or, or at the, at the very least, our, our, our bottom rung here, our, People so who want, yeah, they're the people who want to have their video online are the people that are on our website. Yeah, that and that is that is it. I don't mind telling you we have a. I probably won't say his name, um, but we have a mutual friend who, who who said it was tantamount to the burning of the Library of Alexandria. <laughs> Them getting rid of all the porn on Pornhub. Wow. I'm trying to figure out which one of our friends. I mean, I have a guess, but. I have a guess, too. <laughs> Isn't that fun that we both have a guess? Yeah. <laughs> do we want to do we want to hold it up <laughs> to the screen? Oh, yeah, oh, I kind of yeah. do. Uh, let me see. Do I have a pen? Uh, let me see. So it's supposed to be it's, it's supposed like to be game. all it's supposed to be all above <laughs> above board now, but you're still kind of. Yes, you are rolling your dice when you're watching the free porn for sure. For sure. Joel, I'm going to yeah. write two names. Oh, okay. I'm just going with one, but I, I do okay. have a second guess, so it, it'll be interesting. I'm just going to go with my fir first guess, best guess. Okay, okay. first guess. Okay. That's probably not who you think it is. It's not who I think it is? 
I don't know. Here's the thing, and I don't want to disparage our friends, but that's a pretty smart comment. Like, whoever came up with that, that's, you know, (laughs) historically... It's agreed. A, it's a agreed. good reference. So that's I what thought, I'm, I thought. I thought it was very clever. Yeah. All right. Sarah's still writing. So. <laughs> yeah, She's because writing. I really am torn between two people. You're, it's you're, probably neither of these people. You're right. writing very big. I'm right, not that old. I don't know. Well, I want him to be able to see it. That's, okay. <laughs> okay. Both great guesses. Yeah. Do you have a second? Did you have a second guess? Uh, uh, here, do we want to? I have a second guess. Let's see. Sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, that was um, your second guess is my second guess. So that's nah. yeah. Wait, I didn't see your first guess. Oh, oh, oh is it? That yeah. makes that, that makes was my, perfect sense. That was my first yep. guess. Okay, you both guessed the same people. <laughs> uh, but no, that's From the person who brought you. She pooped on my brother. Sorry, just a little background of the person it actually was, but I don't. I don't know this story, in. but yeah, but that one. That would make sense. I yeah, I get that. That's it. Also, if that person is listening, great reference. Like that's, it was a good reference. Yeah. And, and just and just to say, um, no, it was not Greg or Ethan or James. All former guests of Hobo. <laughs> You're just Radio. saying those names. You're not saying that those are the names that we guessed. You're just clarifying. Those are the names that you guessed, and <laughs> they were literally all the wrong. Names they were we all wrong. <laughs> This person who said it, I hope to get on the show sometime. Sometime that'd be I interesting. Because, I have not spoken to that person he, in a long time. He's ridiculous. He, yeah. yep, he'll compare porn to the burning of the Library of Alexandria. Yes, we all need to be. We all need to be conscientious of the porn that we're consuming. Let's yes. face it; none of us pay for prescriptions. No. For well, subscriptions. Did you say prescriptions? I, I said subscriptions the whole time is what I said. I was like, are you just going to Canada for your pills? Like, what are you talking about? Uh, no, but I and I think that the other thing that it is become a theme in this episode that I think is important is communication. Both the yeah. if there isn't a that, va- you know, like if there's a vacuum of information when you're young, if nobody can have conversations and also make you feel comfortable about having conversations and then. As you get older, it does take a long time to realize that you can have those conversations yourself with your partner because that feels very intimidating when you're probably in your 20s. You know, I mean, at least for me, for sure. You know, Mm -hmm. that's like a scary prospect to have. And then you just get older and I don't know, you give up and you don't care anymore. You're like, yeah, let's talk about it. And you'll be like, it gives you um, uh a longer amount of time in your life to be enjoying sex. If you learn it Mm -hmm. as as an adolescent, as someone who's just started experience the, these feelings, it's a, it's a lot to take in and you probably won't understand it at all when you hear it. But when the time comes, you'll know what that was about. Right. Um, you'll understand your body. You'll understand, um, uh, the language you'll you'll have the vocabulary in order to communicate with the person or people that are involved um, w- with you. Do you know though? As I'm saying this, sorry, my my cynical mind just just kicked in and just like we're moving in the opposite direction of this 100. It's just like abstinence only, sex education, and also no abortions for anyone. And um, this is just this puritanical horseshit that's taken over. When it's like th- this is actually this is what we need. We need more communication. We need more education and it stops these things from happening. But you know, um, God forbid quite literally. Yeah. Which I mean, I look, man, I I've studied the Bible. There's, there's a lot of sex happening in that book. Like there's huge amounts of fucking in the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Just a lot of people are having kids. Where do you think the word handmaiden comes from? Look that one up. You know, like in the Handmaid's Tale, like where do you, where do you think they got that from? That's in the Bible. Just a little tip there. Yeah, it's a little tip there. Jesus's best friend was a sex worker. Yeah, she had, she had the same she had the same name as his mom. <laughs> I guess Freud was right. Uh, no, but I, I do think that is the thing that uh, you know our country is very hypocritical in that. It's in a lot of ways very puritanical at its core, but also if you watch any, te- not even porn, but if you just look at television, there's sex all the time on 
you know, like what is the bachelor if not a lot of women are trying to have sex with a rich guy and or a lot of men are trying to have sex with a rich woman? You know, like what do you think any of the islands, any of the islands where (laughs) young people go on reality TV or just like regular, you know, TV in and of itself? Like there's there's a lot of like alluding to sex there's a lot of like selling sex there's a lot of putting sex forward while also judging people heavily for being interested in or consuming sex it's almost like our country's kink is to you know like make sex taboo but you know and then shame people who are into it what they really need to do on those reality shows is follow the uh the young lady to the gynecologist the the few days later to talk about what symptoms she's having and that she's got to take um, an antibiotic, things like that. Because, (laughs) yeah, I mean, uh, something else that um, I don't think a lot of young women are informed of coming up is that if you have suddenly a new partner, you're more likely to get an infection, whether it was, you know, you guys both showered beforehand, any of it, like, um, especially if he's ejaculating in you, like there's just because it messes up the pH in your body. And um, so there's like tons of things that I have been compiling in this little thing that I'm going to give Australia or, or, you know, use it as a, an outline for my talk with Australia later in life. Um, talk yeah, with who? There's someone. Australia, my daughter. Oh, word. I didn't yeah. know her name. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Are you, but, when, um, do you have like a age in mind? Do you have a plan in mind? Or? Um, so, I mean, n- yes and no. Because I know that I was discovering uh, pleasurable things back when I was like eight. So it was long before I hit puberty. Um, But also, I mean, another aspect of it for young girls is that they're socialized to focus so heavily on a future relationship from the time they're very small like little boys or, you know, people are like, oh, how are you doing in school or what sport are you playing or what book are you, you know, uh, what video games are you into? Um, but they don't, with little girls, it's it, it was always, when I was coming up at least, it was always like, do you have a boyfriend? Who, no, you, boy. you know, it was just a weird focus of like, by the way, your point in life is to be coupled up and, and procreate and all this shit. And it's just like, yeah, it's very imbalanced. And I, I, I feel like it's still fairly imbalanced as far as sex and gender roles in our country. Yes. Yeah. Getting better, yeah. but. It's better than it was. It was getting better. Yeah. We kind of stalled for the for the time yeah. being, maybe a little. We see like bit. We're, yeah. we're going backwards a little bit in in various ways in this country. A little bit, yeah. a little yeah. bit. You think? Yeah. I was, <laughs> remember that we did. We actually recorded a show the day that we repealed Roe v. Wade, and the two of us were like, mm-hmm. "Do we do a show? Do yeah. we even do it?" And you were like, yeah, yeah, we're the band playing as the ship goes down. I thought that was. That was a a bad day. Yeah. Well, hey, Sarah, we're we are almost out of time. Surprising. I know, but I so I want to. I didn't even get to talk. I didn't get to talk about how much I like boobs. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. So we're uh, we have a little bit of time, but I'm trying to make sure that we get to everything. If there's anything that we haven't covered, you know, I want to give. Yeah, sure, both of you. Lars, you like boobs. That's on the record now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there it is. Okay. Uh, Who doesn't? Uh, time to, to make sure that it, that it all gets covered. <laughs> go ahead, Sarah. Uh, and, and, and keep, in mind, keep in mind, y'all, that Sarah is a member of SAG-AFTRA, so she can't promote anything, but it's just <laughs> a little, none of us can. We're just do some final thoughts real quick. This is also, yeah, why we're doing this show, because we can't talk about movies anymore. 
Yes, we're not promoting any of our stuff, and we didn't write anything for this show. Yeah, very for this unique one. here yeah. here on Hobo Radio. Yeah. So there's, so I'm not going to um, do my final thought on it because it it would go into a whole other thing. So my suggestion is that the three of us just keep talking about sex after we wrap up because I had more questions and and stuff like that. Do you have a good well? All right, let, let's let's go for showmanship. What, is there like one thing that we can end on that would be like a, a good because you know what what is what is the metaphorical equivalent of uh, jizzing on the face at the end? What's what's the closer? Okay, I I got my I got my closer because I'll, I'll I want to I want Sarah to have the final word. She's been way more informative in this show than than either of us. Here's what I will say: rare for us um, that we're not informative. It, to, I'm going to say something, and for folks who don't believe me, I have to tell you that you are wrong. <clears throat> the, um, the, the purpose of, of sex is not to just have an orgasm. Mm. The end. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I think that's a good note to go out on. I, I was thinking about the fact I asked both of you guys to touch base with your partners about... Um, what they like in that not so much that but like uh or their porn habits or just their thoughts on it did either of you guys remember to do that i mean that's i did did right after and she wrote down some stuff oh um and then um i don't have that (laughs) (laughs) we can do another show we can do another show but she didn't it was just a couple of things the two the two things that came to her mind um right away uh, that I know she wouldn't mind me sharing is um, uh, she was sharing her feelings as being a child in the fourth grade who um, who had to wear a bra and just the Aww. nightmare of having having breasts at such a young age. Yeah. Um, uh, and she actually she ended up having. Um, having a reduction when she was 21 because they just, they just kept on going. They might still be growing mm-hmm. in some other universes. It was mm-hmm. scary. <laughs> um, yeah. The other thing, the other thing she said, the other thing she said, um, you know, she was, I think she might've been her, her in her first or second year in college. And there was a guy and um, he was going down on her and it was so bad that she was pretty much just like, uh, you can go ahead and just, you can go ahead and just stop that. That's not, that's, that's not really doing anything for me. We're going to go ahead and not do this anymore. And my, oh, the young man, the young, the poor young man said, well, I, I looked it up on the internet. I'm doing it right. <laughs> oh. Which that's, I mean, if we had the time, there's a whole <laughs> separate conversation to be had about, I'm specifically thinking of the film American Pie, but this like late nineties idea that there was like a Konami code for, for oral sex that like, it was very much presented. Seinfeld did stuff like this, that like, there's a series of moves that if you do up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA select start, uh, that, you know, that would achieve climax that was what the 90s pop culture was presenting to the world over and over and then there's the jolly ranchers and the altoids uh then the the tornado the alphabet uppercase (laughs) and then lowercase it's so dumb y'all just know what a clitoris is well also again i mean just to keep hitting the same drums over and over again i just think like communication and checking in like you're you should have a pretty decent idea if it's going well or not. Like just just if you're present in the moment, <laughs> there should be clues, but, context if this, clues. If, if this is a, if this is a new partner and maybe communication is a little still a little bit awkward in that arena. If it sounds if it sounds like someone had an orgasm, they either did, which congratulations. Or they didn't, but it's time for you to stop. Yeah, either way, mm-hmm. it's that's the light. That's yeah. the you're, that, that's you're, the light. That's yeah. the light, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's time to say it's been a wonderful audience and to <laughs> recommend that they tip their servers. That's that's what you're getting. You're getting the wrap up. Mm-hmm.
we we have another show in us, don't we? <laughs> Oh, yeah. I think we do. Yeah, that's what oh, we're realizing. Summer series of sex. I am loving that. Yeah. Oh, alliteration! <laughs> oh, alliteration! My favorite thing. Also, on ne- the next episode, Sarah, I can play for you that that clip of the weekend from uh, from. Oh, God, uh, please don't. <laughs> to oh, get God, your feedback so on, yeah, from uh, my the idol feedback. I shit. I don't even remember what I said. It it, it sounded like an adolescent. Uh, doing what he had learned on the internet just earlier that day. Well, no, I think it's yeah, um, it is the thesis for the argument that you've been making this whole show of this is what right. happens when that is your entire frame of reference, and you're confidently like, no, this is sexy. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, it was so terrible. I could I couldn't even. Julia Julia walked into the room to make sure I was okay because yeah. it was the most ridiculous thing ever. I have like. I have like th- three vinyl albums of the weekend. I am such a big fan of his music. And then this is like, I think I'm pretty much put off. Yeah. I'm pretty much yeah. put off for, from you forever. You're going to have yeah. to really, really record some bangers for me to come back into your camp. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, th- that's a good, maybe this is a good way to end. Sarah, how about real quick? I have, so we're yeah. not, we're, we've covered that clip, but uh, I have two other clips that I happen to have that uh, if I can get your feedback. <laughs> On how you feel about this as uh, as dirty talk in the bedroom. All right. Oh, God. Okay. So, so here's the first one. Just let me know what you think of this. <laughs> oh, well, it would help if it played. But that's all right. Hold on. Mm, technical. Bingo balls. Okay. God that. damn it. <laughs> so that is that. Does that work? You like, is that good? <laughs> It would work for me. Okay, cool. That's good. And then uh, it would work for me because JMO is who I think of when I can't find contraception. All right. But here's the last one. And I think this is the strongest of the three. So, yeah, would this work for you? Scissor me, daddy! Um, so it, it wouldn't, but I feel like I have experienced that before. Okay. Something yeah. very similar. Okay. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, there you go. That was some quick. I'm just so, thrilled none of them were, were Fox NFL Sunday. Thank God for that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Sarah, thank you so much for joining us. This was great. Yeah, we'll have to have you back again. Uh, and remember, question everything. Come back for our sizzling, sexy summer series. <laughs> God damn it. I had to say something. This is my fault. This is on me. There's no one else to blame. This is clearly my fault. See, what you don't want to do is you don't want to give him the idea to play Fox NFL Sunday. And I clearly should have just kept my mouth shut. But here we are. Listen to Fox NFL Sunday. Uh... Oh, gosh. Is that, is that uh, your music that you play in the bedroom, Joel? <laughs> Hobo Radio is a production of Hobotrashcan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on iTunes. Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one. This is Philip. And Katie. And Bridget. And we're three friends who like movies. Especially movies of yore when we were small and everything seemed awesome. Now we're revisiting these bright shining beacons of our youth and figuring out if they are for real. So sit back and relax and revisit the best. The worst. And everything in between from the 80s and 90s. And find out. Is is it for real? real?